welcome to One Hit Wonderful, the podcast where normally we cover all those amazing reality shows that only had one season. But today we are going to be finishing up our series, The Hills Have Size De, um, where we've been covering The Hills New Beginning Season 2. Today we'll be doing Episode 12, Timing is Everything, which is the finale. And I'm going to say, thank God, because it was getting really boring. Yes, and apologies for the delay on this episode, but I'm just going to pick up right where we left off. And I was correct when I said, I believe we've had a Hills episode titled Timing is Everything Before, because we have. And it was season one, episode 10, when Lauren is presented with the option of Paris or a summer with Jason and famously makes the wrong choice. Amaze. So far, that has been my favorite um, Delta variant meme. Yes, mine too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I would also like to say that, um, so I had a couple weeks off in between jobs. I started a new job and I decided to just like put on the Hills again as like background noise while like cleaning or cooking or whatever. It's all on Hulu. It is forever a great rewatch. And I feel like I have all the same observations that we had rewatching it. Nice. Yeah. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Her nail color is different. Her hair is different. That's not what she was wearing at the club, (laughs) you know? Um, and like, it's very interesting to watch like Heidi and Spencer on new beginnings and then go back to how they started. And it's like, wow, they've been like this for a long time. Yeah. (laughs) It was a very nice companion piece to what we're still watching. Although I feel like back then Spencer was a dick to Heidi and now he is not. He was, but at the same time, he like championed her in a way too. He was like, I'm with Heidi Montag. Like, there's no one greater than Heidi Montag. Like, they were, like, a tag team. Always. But I feel like in the beginning, too, he also said some nasty stuff to her. And, like, I don't think he says nasty stuff to her anymore. No. It also made me laugh, too, because... So, in Hill's New Beginning, Spencer... Yes, he has his crystal company, and they have a child now. But, like, (laughs) Spencer still just drives around all day at the end of the day. Like now he goes, now he picks up burritos and like sells some crystals and stuff. But like (laughs) all the, all the time he spent on the original Hills, just driving around and saying hi to people. He's, he's still kind of doing it. Yep. I know. Um, but that's my only note is that we've had this title before. And other than that, I guess we can dive right back into where we left off with Caitlin and Brody. Okay. Um, so they are still on the little like balcony overlooking the pool. Um, and, you know, they repeat the part where she says, I guess you've gathered that I'm pregnant. Um, and he asks, how well does she know this guy? Um, and he says that him being one of the last people to find out is what hurt the most. And then he talks about how she had the opportunity to tell him before that and brings up the seeing him at the house with the dogs and whatever. Um and she and he admits that it's not his business. And she says, no, it is like I, I wanted to tell you and I, I was anxious about it. And she also admits she was anxious to tell her parents. Yeah, I thought that was a little weird. I think it's because she knows it's very soon. You think? Does it, I mean, I think I mean, it's just like kind of a fact, like it doesn't mean it's wrong or bad. But I think like, you know, she started dated, dating someone in May and less than a year later, they're living together and she's. She's due not long after that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, And then Brody is very sweet and says that, like, I know you've always wanted to be a mother and you'll be the best mother ever. Um, And then he says in his confessional, it's a little soon, but what's done is done. 
and fact. Yeah. Yeah. And he just, he also adds that he wants her to be with the right person. He hopes she's with the right person. Oh, we also have to really quickly talk about nothing to do with the show whatsoever. Yeah. Um, Brody, Brody finally cut his fucking hair. I actually haven't seen a picture. I just read about it. Like someone was very... <laughs> I don't know if he's posted a picture because Heather sent us on Twitter um, a picture from his Instagram, but it was a bag of hair. Oh. It was just his hair in a bag. And it said like, for mom, or, you know, you're welcome, mom, or did this, whatever the fuck. So okay. I don't know if he's posted a picture of him with the short hair yet, but either way, I'm very excited. And I feel like at least part of our long national nightmare is over. Yes. Well, I did see some pictures of him because of course it was his birthday recently. And Linda Thompson posted like an epically long collage of photos of him. Um, also, we need to get our hands on it at some point that Brody is now he's in the booze game too. Um, like every reality TV show person and is doing like a tequila soda in a can type deal. So is that what they've been drinking all season? Cause they have been drinking something in a can all Probably. season and I couldn't figure out what it was. Yeah. Lover boy is to summer house. What, whatever this is called to the hills. Okay. I forget the name of it, but it's on his Instagram all the time. So Someone can look it up there. Um, and after we finish with Brody and Caitlin, we get this like Heidi and Spencer almost look like they're playing Chinese checkers, but it, they're just like moving crystals around a board. Not even a board. They're moving crystals around like an ottoman. Or like or like a little side table. Like, are they charging them? Is that what they're doing? I thought to charge them, they have to be outside and they were inside. So I don't know what they were doing. Oh, I thought they were on a patio outside. I don't know. Mm, I could be wrong, but I thought they were in the house. Either way, yeah. they were trying to fuck with the time-space continuum, I'm sure. Yeah. So, you know, we just get this little, like, brief scene of people doing stuff. Caroline's getting Reiki. Brandon and Frankie are in the hot tub. Jason's with them. I don't really have any notes about that. Um, and then we see Justin meet with Goethe. Is that how we said it? Or is it Gita? It's Gita. Gita. <laughs> my guys forgive me i took these notes like almost three weeks ago i think so and i rewatched today and by rewatch i mean put it on in the background and realized how boring it was and justin justin um i'm really not here for justin's like life in chains metaphors like i just don't like it it's not it's not of the times and i don't i don't like it I'm not a fan um so you know he talks about how he's a journeyman that's really like his entire existence. <laughs> oh, he's a traveler and a journeyman. Thank you. Yes. Um, surfing, motorcycles, traveling. It's all freedom. Um, he's also allegedly part Indian now. Yes. Um, and he says being chained is a mental jail. Well, being chained is also a physical jail for those who are chained. Just mm -hmm. <laughs> putting that out there. Um, and it takes a toll. Um, and Gita points out that being intimate with someone doesn't mean being chained down and that he needs to sort of see that they are, they're not two different things. Um, and he loves hard. Mm, what's this? I have a note about a personal legend, but I don't know what that means. Um, to be fair, after the, I'm a traveler and a journeyman line, I zoned yeah. <laughs> me too clearly <laughs> um and then Gita like says 
you know, do what the body and the being tells you to do. It's like, okay, well, I'm pretty sure he's going to keep doing whatever the fuck he has been doing. Yeah. He's going to do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, wherever he wants. Yes. So then we see Spencer and Gunner and Spencer is asking Gunner if he wants Heidi to have another baby. And Gunner says yes. And he wants a sister and wants to name her table because they're sitting at the table. Um, And Heidi comes out. And I think this is the first time all season she wasn't wearing sequins or something sparkly. And she looked beautiful. Yeah. She looks beautiful. Um, But of course we know she's holding a pregnancy test and she's not pregnant. Shocking. Um, But kudos to Spencer in this scene, because he says like, you know, you've got to stop doing this to yourself. You're putting yourself on an emotional roller coaster, and like, you're, you're torturing yourselves. Like you've got to, you've got to stop. Um, and she cries and she can't help how she feels. And she knows that she just needs to be content with what she has and, you know, all the things they've been saying all season. And I sent Frank an article just today, actually, that Heidi had a surgery to improve her chances of getting pregnant, which I didn't even know. Um, I saw it on her Instagram, but I must have missed that in all my daily mail reading or they didn't pick it up because they're tired of reading about her trying to have a baby. Um, so she had a bunch of like polyps removed, I guess. That's what the article said. Um, I don't understand. I mean, I'm glad that they're at least taking medical steps towards getting pregnant finally, which I feel like is something they've been ignoring. Like every new age healer on the earth has helped them with this, but it sounds like they haven't been to the doctor up until now. Um, but I, again, I don't like, this is rich people shit. Like, why don't you just use a surrogate? Yeah. Like you're bawling, you're like covered in Gucci, this, that, and the other thing. Like, I, I mean, get a surrogate. You do IVF. Do I mean, they're in the position where they have the resources to be able to overcome this fairly easily, unlike an average person. So I don't get why that's not happening. I wonder if Heidi is just kind of like old fashioned and really determined to carry herself or like doesn't, she only wants so much intervention or so I could kind of see that about her. I don't know why. Yeah, I guess. And also like, I, I have friends too, that they were just like, IVF is like, it is scientific and you know, it's, it's a lot to take on. So I don't know, maybe Heidi just doesn't want to, but I still am. (laughs) Based on their presence on the hills alone, I'm shocked that it's not like Heidi and Spencer go to South California Fertility Center and they're like yeah. on a billboard somewhere. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like holding Gunner and another baby. Like that, <laughs> that feels like what they should be doing. Um, so then we are at the pool and we see Caroline and Ryan, Audrina and Brody. And Brody and Audrina are talking while she's in a floaty. And he says that he sort of felt left out of Caitlin's pregnancy announcement. Um, and then we're also getting side-by-sides of Caitlin talking to Chris, right? Yes, about uh, Brody. Right. And Chris is excited to meet Brody. Um, and Caitlin tells Chris, like, well, Brody thinks this is a little soon. It's like, Caitlin, don't, don't stir the pot. Um, and she appreciates Brody's concerns, but she says that she was wanting this, you know, like a committed partner and a child for six years. And so that's what Chris wants too. And she's, she's going all in. Um, but then Brody tells Audrina that he trusts Caitlin's judgment and he just wants to see her happy. Yeah. I'm kind of annoyed by this whole thing in general, because the preview made it look like this is going to be real drama filled, like that Brody was going to be pissed about it and would have things to say and it was going to cause argument and none of that happened like none of it 
Nope. It's been a total non-starter. Yep. And then we have to watch Audrina go to the healing workshop. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, I, like, all, um, the, all the healing stuff was hard. It was hard. I started fast-forwarding through it. <laughs> like during Audrina's. So I will just let you know up front, I fast-forwarded through Audrina's and I also fast-forwarded through Ashley's. Okay. Um, well, so I rewatched today, but I was only half listening and my notes are three weeks old. So um, my notes talks about how the, I don't remember which healer Audrina's on. My note doesn't say. Rachel. Rachel. Purple haired one. Yes. And she tells her to pull out the swords in her back. <laughs> Um, and so, you know, remove what you no longer need. And, you know, Audrina is excited to redefine herself, I guess. That's all my notes have to say about that. And well, I really, for her. and even after my rewatch of the original Hills, I feel like Audrina has been trying to like do the same things since we met her. Yeah. Yeah. She's just, she's been on a really long journey. <laughs> she still I mean, looks, she still looks good though. Let's be honest, anyone that had any kind of personal growth since the hills is no longer on the hills. Excellent point. Man, I should really write like a thesis about this or something. Like how many times can I rewatch the show? <laughs> I'm it's just it's so pleasant. Like seasons 1 and 2 and like even most of 3, like it's just it was great television. It really was. And then we go to like a hoedown or the line dancing party. It was country western night. Yes. And, and Caroline Brandon looks stupid as usual. Yes. Caroline looks amazing. She um, looked... Caroline does look amazing. And my note about it is that she looks and probably no one listening to this is going to get this reference except for like one person. Um, she looks like Pinky Tuscadero. I said she looks like Jem. Also, yes, that's good too. That is good too. There, we've got people who are maybe in between. Because <laughs> um, she's got the pink hair and like the pink country western sparkly outfit. Like I was here for it. I really yeah. was. Which is funny because I'm so sick of Heidi's sparkles. Um, but she, Heidi was also not wearing sparkles in this scene. I think the difference is, is that Caroline is very obviously wearing sparkles ironically. Yes. And Heidi is wearing them genuinely. Yes. Every day. Yeah. Um, this was also the part where um, that, I, that I, I gave a hard eye roll to because Justin Bobby is talking to, I think it was Audrina, and about all the pregnant women. There's so many pregnant women here. Like, oh my God, how are you handling all the, I'm like, there are two. There are two. 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 He it's says like he's heard of pregnant women. It's two. He also said because of that, he's starting to see the okayness with it. Okay. Okay. How old is Justin? Like, what Almost the fuck? 40. Yeah. Like, if he were Brandon's age saying, I've never been around this many, like, pregnant women, I'd be like, okay, he's like 25. This is a new territory. But, like, Justin, you know, for a man who journeys a lot, you're, you're pretty naive, brah. Yeah. Um, and Caitlin is kind of being a chicken shit about introducing Brody to Chris. Like, I get that they're trying to build tension, but it just really wasn't working for me whatsoever. Like just no, charge, just charge right over there. Be like, hey, Chris, this is Brody. Like, just make it casual. Get it, rip the band-aid off. I don't understand that. Um, let's see, line dancing. And then 
we found out, so you texted me all that great stuff a couple of weeks ago because either you or your sister or someone else listened to Spencer and Heidi's podcast, right? My brother and okay, his, sorry. And my brother and sister-in-law listened to Spencer and Heidi's podcast. Yes. And that's where we found out that Brandon was actually going through, like they broke up at the retreat and then Danny went home or something like that. Yeah. So that's why Brandon looks like a sad sack of shit in this whole scene. And is like sitting in the corner. <laughs> and I think that's probably why the past two episodes have felt so crappy too. I bet they had to chop the crap out of them if she was well, in no, the background they, uh, so or whatever. Apparently the, the um, I forgot one of the bigger things was that the, the retreat was filmed twice. Oh, like okay. they got to the retreat, there was a COVID whatever. And then months later, they actually filmed it. Fascinating. Yeah. So the retreat was actually two things. Like I like the, the day they arrived, I guess, was like the original retreat. And then everything else was after the fact. And so between retreat one and retreat two is when Danny and Brandon broke up. Okay. So that's why they had okay. to like delete her from the first part and then make it seem like she didn't come at all. Okay, interesting. It also makes me want to watch again, but I won't because they're boring just to see Caitlin. Like, I wonder yeah, if- she- and Ashley. Yeah, I know. Um, and then Brandon says, everybody knows what it's like to be the dude at the party without their chick. No, I don't. <laughs> He's just, I don't, Brandon being Brandon, but it made it funnier that he was like sitting on a hay bale. <laughs> it also makes sense too about the pregnancy thing with- Caitlin because with the our timeline it seems like oh she just told Caroline now they're going on this retreat but really she told Caroline they go on the retreat months past then they go on the retreat again so they, there had been a lot of time long time in between so maybe a lot of people did know well and it is interesting that like because we heard about it in another episode she went to Brody's house and picked up the dog and like hung yeah. out with Brody for a little bit and it sounded like they were alone and not on camera. And it probably would have been a great time to be like, hey, Brody, you know, but maybe well, but it, maybe it was too. Point, she was still under 12 weeks. Yeah, she might have been too early. Yeah. Yeah. Still, it's still interesting. So Brandon's sitting on a hay bale just looking sad. I like what a way for him to end this season, honestly. <laughs> like, sitting mm-hmm. on a hay bale looking sad. Um, so then they're trying to like settle things up between the Wallers and the Pratts a little bit before the end of the season. Um, but Heidi and Spencer leave and Jason and Ashley are kind of like frustrated that they take off. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a stupid scene because I mean, who knows how it really played out, but you've got like the Wallers on one side and the Pratts on the other, and they're both separately talking about how they need to talk to each other. And then the Pratts decide to just go to bed and leave. And the Wallers are acting, kind, and this is the one time where I was kind of team Pratt. The Wallers were acting almost like they snubbed them by leaving. And they didn't. they didn't. They just were like, you know, we're going to bed. We're tired, whatever. It was a little strange. Yeah. Um, and Brandon rides the bull and he starts to feel a little bit better, I guess. And then. Honestly, the only thing I enjoyed in this entire episode was that. Same. Brandon, I literally laughed out loud watching him ride the bull. And then we have to watch Brody and Chris meet. Yeah. And it's as bad as when Caitlin told Brody she was pregnant. Like she's just really, she is bad at uncomfortable things. Like I'm not saying I'm good at them, but she's pretty bad. 
I was a little surprised that Brody wasn't better. I'm, I could have seen him being like, hey, dude, like, how awkward is this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, to break the ice or something. And I was kind of surprised he didn't. Or, like, I don't, I, I was, I was surprised how, like, tense it felt. Like, yeah. He and Caitlin have not been together for quite a while and it's very mutual and they're still friends. Like, Chris is the one that should have felt awkward. Yeah, it was strange. It was very strange. Um, and I really am not here for Caitlin, like comparing them and pointing out what they have in common. Just stop doing that, please. So they talk about how Chris is from Texas. Um, they just have a very awkward little chat. Um, and then Caitlin says she thinks things will only improve. And she says they're not punching each other in the face. Caitlin, don't flatter yourself. <laughs> like they're not going to fist fight over you. The deed is done. You're having Chris's child. It's just awkward because you've made it so. Yeah. I know. It's very weird. I also, my other, because I was so bored, um, I want to know who all the other people were at this party. Me too. There, I like, I freeze framed it. Like there were quite a few non, even mildly Hills looking people at this line dancing event. I almost wondered all of a sudden if it was like dirty dancing in Palm Springs and it was like a resort that has like theme nights for the guests. I, it must because I because it, it was a bunch of like average looking middle aged people and I was just yeah. like what's going on right now? Maybe they couldn't guarantee the like full property the second time around or something. Maybe that's so. F- I noticed that too. I forgot. Yeah, no, it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So then Ashley goes to her healing workshop with Gita, mm-hmm. um, and she wants to work on her anxiety. And then she kind of tries to make it interesting by talking about the Prats, but it's not. Um, And she's trying to let go of her control of other people's behaviors. Um, It took her a long time to stick up for herself. She struggles to feel worthy. And Gita talks her into like giving herself love. And that's her theme. (laughs) Great. (laughs) I I do a really good job paying attention to the wellness scenes too. Can you tell? (laughs) Um, And then the boys you know finale done right they play another sport we haven't seen them play this season um because we have to check off every rich white people bullshit sport on this season apparently and we're finishing up with the whitest most bullshit of all pickleball (laughs) battle tennis yeah i'm actually we didn't see them play polo i feel like that would have tracked (laughs) that's true yes no but like pickleball is like such a like dumb white people thing right now i can't even handle it um, and Brandon says he's so good at everything. It's ridiculous. But we've also seen him play really shitty golf. So clearly that's not true. Oh. And then Justin says, except you're acting. <laughs> Which I actually thought Which was funny. pretty funny. I know. It was a weird foursome to have Brandon, Justin, Justin, Bobby. I mean, Brandon, Jason, Justin, Bobby, and Chris. Yeah. Chris was doing... That felt much less awkward, though, understandably. And Chris seemed to be, because who did we establish that he had met already? Jason, Jason. and Brandon. Yeah. So well, and also the timeline now makes a lot more sense because if they had yeah. like the time in between trip one and trip two, like that would be time for Chris to have met Jason, played golf with Brandon, like all these things to happen. Yeah. Yep. Although I guess all those months in between, he didn't meet Brody still. Mm, I know maybe Brody wasn't at the original retreat well remember Chris came quote unquote the next day maybe it already been shut down 
No, 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 but I'm saying maybe Chris didn't come at, wasn't supposed to come at all. Oh, yeah. Remember, the first one was just the first day, and then months go by, and then they filmed the second one, and Chris came to the second one because he go. was coming the next day. So maybe he originally wasn't going to come at all the first time. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so Brandon admits he's feeling better about the breakup, but he's a little overwhelmed, and it was hard to see everybody coupled up. It's like, whatever. Um, and like, he's that was his theme of the season and I get it, but him being so wrecked over the second attempt at a relationship with Danny, I just don't, I don't see it. No, I don't either. Um, and so he starts talking all these like profound things about how he has, he really needs to like learn to love himself before he dates someone else again. And they all laugh that when they were 25, they were a lot more dumb than him, which I don't know. (laughs) Not sure. Um, let's see. Where are we? Oh, is this like the final white party? The like white a- party, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. That Chris didn't come to. Right. But Caitlin and her boobs are there. Yeah. Um, Justin looks like Jesus. <laughs> Always. But it like him in white with his hair down, it was like, yeah. it was a lot. Um, Heidi's wearing sparkles again, so all is right with the world. Um Justin and Caitlin are being soul sisters and they developed a friend in each other and Justin wishes her all the best. And then Caitlin says she's 11 weeks, but she knows that it's a boy or she found out at 11 weeks. No, no, no. no. I had to rewind it because this is confusing. Okay. He said, do you know what you're having? And she said, yes. Isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy? They can tell you as early as 11 weeks now. Oh, okay. What she said so. She didn't say she had it eleven weeks or she was eleven weeks because I was like, she's way more fucking pregnant than eleven weeks. So I rewound it. Well, um, even she said they can now tell at eleven weeks. Oh, I was even struck by that because I thought most friends I know it was like twenty weeks. But there you go, advancing technology, and she's having a boy. And do mm-hmm. we know? I don't think she's had her baby yet. I don't believe so, but it's any minute. I'm sure. Oh my sure. God. She must. No, she, I saw her Instagram like last week and she, I think she's like back in Boston visiting family or something. Um, but she was still pregnant. She might be one oh. of the most pregnant people on television I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, well, like- and that makes timeline stuff all weird too, because I thought that like, Part of this was around the Christmas holidays, but if she's that pregnant, that means this was actually like this summer. I don't like late spring. It must have been late spring. Yeah, it could have been. So, you know, if it was months and months in between, so maybe they say the first one was like January. Maybe this was like April. Um, Spencer also said on the podcast, I saw this online that he I need to just listen to their podcast. Um, that he's pretty sure that everyone had COVID except for him and Heidi. And it was specifically Justin and Bobby that got COVID that caused the filming to be shut down. Like one of the times that got shut down. Because he's such a nomad. Mm-hmm. Maybe he should stop traveling around in a pandemic. Well, do we think he gave it to his dad? And that's why he was so like stressed when his dad had it? I don't know. God. Um. So then... You know, Justin says he wants to meet the baby um, and he's realized that being tied to a positive thing isn't a bad thing. Like, yeah, that's okay. Um, And he says that he wants to do things, doing things you want to do is more profound than being nomadic. (laughs) He's he's just Justin bobbying out so hard in this episode. Yeah. 
<laughs> his Justin Bobby star is burning so bright. Um, so then Spencer, they have a dinner, Jason and Ashley finally approach Spencer and they thank him for having them. And Jason says they had a genuinely lovely time and they appreciate it. Heidi says she doesn't want to have negativity with them and wants them to focus on positive things they have going on. And she cries and she doesn't want to fight. Um, and Jason addresses the group and apologizes for the rift that like it created for everybody. And Frankie commends them all on talking it out and everybody hugs. So how did we get from there to where we are now with Heidi and Spencer literally not talking to anybody except for Brody? I don't know. I don't know. And there hasn't been a reunion, right? In the past few weeks? No. Yeah. I don't know. Which is weird because apparently Siesta Key, they they didn't do a reunion last year either, did they? No, we didn't get a reunion last year. Yeah, and I watched the or Siesta Key reunion. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say Siesta Key gets one in the hills, doesn't But yeah, no, there was no reunion. It's weird. I wonder if maybe the riffs grow like once they start watching and they can really see what people said. I don't know. Or was there some Twitter thing that we missed? I doubt that too. I don't know, but I'm telling, I mean, I believe that, I don't know about Frankie and Jen, but I, I think that like, I don't think they're talking to Adrena. I know they're not talking to Ashlyn. I mean, um, Jason and Ashley. Right. Um, I, they must not be talking to Justin Bobby because Spencer's been saying all kinds of shit about him on his podcast about this COVID stuff. So. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Um, and then we, of course, have to wrap up the fake Audrina Brody romance before we finish up. And she excuses herself from dinner um, and Brody goes after her. Um, they're glad that Spencer and Jason worked it out. Audrina says that Chris seems nice. Brody says he's friendly. Um, really quick, blah, blah, blah. Mm, life is one big lesson. <laughs> So they talk again about how close they are and I, yet another thing I don't see. And Audrina says that, you know, Brody says that Audrina's always crossed his brain. That's what he says. <laughs> I thought it was funny that he didn't say you're always on my mind. Um, and who asks who, if they want to be in love again, does Audrina ask Brody that or does Brody ask her? I honestly don't remember. I was I don't just either. From, the only thing like I wrote down from this stupid conversation was when they were talking about Caitlin and Chris and Brody talking about how fast it was. Audrina says, and I quote, it's either really quick or it takes some time. I wrote that too, but I didn't remember what it meant. Like what the fuck? Like how profound they are this this was like this episode was the worst like everybody was just like peak bullshit of their own brand it was really really bad i'm gonna start doing it in my life to see if i can seem like smarter and more thoughtful i'm gonna start saying things like well a car either drives forward or it drives in reverse (laughs) like i'm just gonna start saying nonsense like all the time no i think it would be even worse it's like well a car is either in gear or moving forward yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so then andrina finally admits in her confessional that she wants someone who fits into her lifestyle with her daughter she finally mentions her daughter and she says and that is so opposite of brody thank you great we've been screaming it for the whole 12 episodes and then she says she's you know she doesn't know how to let someone back in her life and she doesn't want to settle anymore 
And I was like, finally, two realizations on your way out of the season that make perfect sense for you to say. So maybe yep. that healing workshop worked for Audrina and nobody else. There. <laughs> I take it, I take it all back. Audrina's healed. And then they talk about how timing is everything and they hug it out and they tell each other they love them. Sure. So, and then, so this is my last like scene. And is it Heidi talking to the group? Heidi's confessional? I don't know. Or does everybody sort of give like one last confessional on their way out? I really don't remember. Um, everyone gives one last confessional on their way out and they're all sitting around the table, like joking and laughing and everyone seems happy. Right. Okay. So Heidi says she needs to reprioritize and focus on what she has, which she's already said. And she said, that's not necessarily another baby. Good. And Spencer says it was the most challenging year of their lives. I was kind of surprised by that. Not that I don't believe him, but I was surprised. I think it's only because there's children involved. Yeah, maybe they like feel that. I feel like all of their mega challenge stuff, like when their lives were falling apart and paparazzi was showing up at their house with the police or whatever, that was all pre-Gunner. That's true. So I think everything's a lot more, you know, you take it into heart more if you have a child involved. Yeah. Um, so then everybody's like laughing. And who says Justin and I are dating? Is it Brandon? Brandon. And in my notes, I wrote, he wishes. I know. It was it was funny, though. It was, yeah. <laughs> um, so then, you know, Brody really values his true friends. And then people jump in the pool. And Ashley says it's time to celebrate all of the excitement. Cheers to new beginnings. And baby Wyatt. And she holds up her baby. Yep. And... What's crazy to me is that I feel like Ashley looked like one month pregnant the whole season and had her baby <laughs> in her last confessional. Whereas I feel like Caitlin has looked seven months pregnant the whole season the whole and has still not given birth. <laughs> Poor Caitlin, man. She must be uncomfortable. She like, she's probably not short, but she's like a petite, like, I don't know. She must be getting sick of it. That's all I'm saying. I know that everybody does. It looks uncomfortable. But it does look uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's a late episode and we didn't really have anything fun to say. So no. And do we think <laughs> this is it for the Hills? So that was my big question to you. Do we think they're going to renew new beginnings again? I don't know. I don't know what the ratings were like. Me either. My instinct based on the way the season went is I would say no. But the way the season started, I liked it more than the first season. I thought we were off to a really good start. Agreed. 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 And I think that if it wasn't COVID, yes. it would have been good. Yes. I think I think COVID's what ruined it. I think so. And I think they planned something epic at the end of filming to try and ramp it up. And then COVID ruined it. Yeah. And then the retreat really, really fizzled. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think because they had to do it in two parts. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But so, but I mean, if, if Spidey are talking to no one, like, yeah. how, how, what's that even going to look? And like, do we see the Wallers going back down this road again? Like, I don't know. With two kids, and then Caitlin's going to have a kid too? Oh, I think Caitlin's done. I don't see her coming. Even if the show comes back, I don't see her coming back. Don't you think she wants to go off into the sunset with her husband and her baby? Like, I don't think she's going to want to be on this reality show. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but I could also see them like 
maybe ramping up, like maybe Brandon will get a new dramatic girlfriend or Caroline will be more involved or like, I don't know. I could, I, I go either way on it. I'm kind of 50, 50. All right. We'll see. Well, but I would imagine if they're going to do it, they air it in the summer. They're going to have to start filming soon ish. That's true. And I haven't seen anything floating about. Yeah. So I'll have to pay attention. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah. And then did you have an announcement to make? Also? Yes. So, um, because, and this is all on me and not on Meredith. Um, my life is a disaster area for the next eight weeks because my sister is getting married in California. Um, and so everything between now and then I have no free time. So because we didn't get to take a summer hiatus since the Hills came back, we are going to be taking a late summer, early fall hiatus. And we'll be coming back to you at the end of October um, before Halloween. Um, and then I believe we'll be doing, we'll finally be covering Filthy Rich Cattle Drive. Woohoo! Yes, looking forward to it. Um, so we will talk to all of you in eight weeks. Thanks for listening to another episode of One Hit Wonderful. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at OneHitPod. You can email us at FranklyMareB at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter at HeyIt'sMareB. Please remember to rate and subscribe. And have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon.